ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit. Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another fine feathered edition of <laughs> Above Ground Podcast. That's right, Above Ground Podcast, because you can't serve below. And That's you know why true. you can't serve below? Because there's no way for you to serve. You know, you can argue with me about, well, you know, your memory can bring people, but you, <laughs> it doesn't bring you back. Don't make that sad argument. With me. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding with you. It's good to have heated, animated debate. Discussions. We have discussions. That's right. Discussions. Welcome back for another discussion, everybody. Woohoo. Thanks for tuning in. Any uh, new subscribers, we welcome you. And any repeat offenders, we thank you. That's right. Keep repeating. Keep yeah. repeating and throwing them stars, man. Throw us some stars. Throw us some stars, throw us some horns. Oh, yeah, throw share, some horns. like, do it all. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I said it in the intro. Throw up your horns. Woo! How are you today, Will? Timothy, I'm, I'm doing a little bit better, man. I get a little bit better every week. That's every good. time we record an episode, I feel a little bit better. I you've hear you. Become, you've become my de facto therapist de in facto. a way. Excellent. Which hopefully you're all right with. Yes, I'm okay with it. Excellent. So uh, I'm going to read a... Uh, Timothy's going to read them and weep. Oh, that's right. Read them and weep. Segment. Read them and weep. This is brought to you by Pug Obsessed 78 This was uh, written Tuesday... The 17th, maybe? Of September, that is. September. Yeah, it doesn't have a date. It just says Tuesday, so I tried to be hip on it, but it didn't work. We got five stars and a pleasure to listen to. Will and Tim keep it real. I like their friendly, laid-back, and comfortable style and different and of... In the, ah, I'm sorry. Comfortable style and delivery of difficult discussion topics. I look forward to listening when I see the notification that a new episode is available. I like it. We have a subscriber, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Tell her what she's won, Timmy. She's won another pug. Woo. I love pugs. Thanks, Pug Obsessed. Yes, thank Pug Obsessed. Thank you. Moody. Woo. Thank you. Okay. So what do we, uh, what do we got going on today? So in our last episode where we wrapped up, uh, our discussion on and our series on DBT, um, it kind of came to me as as we were sitting across from one another to talk about um, something that was uh, diagnosed for me, and I can almost pinpoint um, issues with it throughout my entire life, and that's something called seasonal affect disorder. Sad. Sad. And uh, that acronym is pretty accurate. Um, something happens to our bodies um, when we come out of summer. Um, and I don't know if it's 
I don't necessarily know if it's the uh, if it's that record of when you were a kid, you went to school all year, so you knew September was coming, and you knew summer was ending, and you went through that whole you know nine months of of torture. Uh, for for a lot of us, it was torture. Um, I did not enjoy school very much, and I noticed that a lot of that. Um, I've noticed that a lot of that baggage affects me now because I feel like I'm going through school again, having a a young child yep. who is learning. And I noticed that all of my shit is coming to the top again, man. And it's funny how I always have noticed it hit as the time goes from summer into fall. And I've always said that I hate fall. And I hate fall because... So maybe by saying you hate fall, it's creating more of that... Well, that's it, it perpetuates. No. And maybe that is maybe that is the case, but... I still think that there's definitely a a real correlation between the change of seasons, the change of the height of the sure. sun, sure, and yeah. and your vitamin D. And we are not actually like looking at any books about seasonal affect disorder. We are just literally talking off the cuff about this because I know a lot of you out there are probably just like me and when summer ends uh, you may even enjoy fall. You may enjoy going apple picking and apple cider, and and you may be one of those people who wants fucking pumpkin spice in goddamn July. Okay, but it's a fall thing. Wow, you're pretty angry. I am. I am. What did July ever do to you? Mm, July leads into August, which leads into September, which oh. leads into October, and leads into sad. Oh, okay. Well, now now I know seasonal affect disorder. Now I noticed that. And I don't know if there's any correlation to, to um, to the um, to when it comes spring, because I noticed that I I've noticed with especially with um with depression like I have um I I have major depressive disorder uh, I was diagnosed with it back in two thousand and four and um. Actually, yeah, 2006, I was officially diagnosed with major depressive disorder. And um, I noticed that my when I start to cycle, and I, I call them cycles because they really are cycles. Like, you start to notice that your energy dips. And I notice that I get out of work, and it's, and it's dark outside. It sucks so bad, and it sucks... To wake up in the well, pitch black, and yeah, it's just look, like you never feel like you get any that's part of light, it. man. Let me read some of this really quick, just because it, it. As I'm reading it really quick, you were talking about it, so. But uh, this is like a a brief. Uh, I don't want to say definition, maybe, but, anyways, um, seasonal affective disorder is a condition that causes people to feel overly tired, emotionally drained, and even potentially depressed during the darker winter months. The reason for this is usually put down to a lack of sunlight, or vitamin D. As the body isn't getting the sunlight that it normally would, 
in the morning, this can result in your natural body clock falling out of sync. So now you're missing the external cue that the body uses to set up its circadian rhythms. And so basically, you're like what you were saying, your body wants to sleep longer when you really are forcing yourself to get out of bed. Right. So it's all—it's almost like it's almost like a a, a a trick. Nature's tricking you. You know, maybe nature wants to see you a little bit depressed sometimes. Is it as a like a reality check? I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, like you said, it's like some days you're you know you're reducing the amount of time outside, so there's fresh air. You know, you're. Your vitamin D levels are probably dropping. So, oh, they, I, def, I definitely think that they are. And a lot of people have, um, I don't know, hobbies or fun things that they do in the in the summer months. You know, whether they go boating. Um, I ride motorcycles, so I know that for me, um, it sucks missing being able to just hop on the um, steel horse and... and you know, get rid of some of the cobwebs. I will say this. That is one thing that has been very hard for me because I, I was riding for a long time. I had, I rode for a long time and I, uh, I stopped riding when I, um, after I got into a car accident and my spine was all out of whack, uh, because I just, it hurt so long and, and stuff that I, I just couldn't sit in the saddle for long. Um, and I can honestly attest to this because I know that feeling. There is nothing like being on the outside of a cage on the steel horse and rolling that throttle on and hearing that just and just feeling wind that therapy. wind, dude, wind mm. therapy. That's why that that uh, meme, you don't ever see motorcycles parked outside yeah. a therapist office, is true. Yeah. You don't need a therapist until winter when it's <laughs> freaking dark out at but, four in the afternoon. So with that being said, um, I'm just going to throw some of these um, things that you, you, know, you can do in the winter months. Um, they have the daylight lamps or the light box. Yeah, yeah, I've some some people have asked me if I've ever tried that, and I've never tried. I haven't. Therapy. I was always going to get one because my my therapist kept, you know, kind of uh, saying, "Hey, you should get one." Yeah, <laughs> she actually has an extra one that she let um, Robin borrow. So oh. Robin has experience with it. Robin yeah. uses one. Yes, and um, for anybody who doesn't know, Robin is the co facilitator of the peer supporting mental health wellness uh she her and tim started the group uh so we thank robin robin is amazing she's awesome she is pretty um, rad she's pretty cool man but yeah she uses that and um you know you basically sit with the light i think you're supposed to do it first thing in the morning is uh you know maybe if you say if you eat breakfast sit with the light facing you like you know shining the light in your face while you eat breakfast or read the paper um, if you have any kind of morning routine, maybe I guess if for females that, that use makeup, they could probably put it, you know, shine the light on them while they're doing makeup. Yeah. it actually, uh, light therapy is actually a, um, 
according to mayoclinic.com, uh, light therapy is a way to treat seasonal affect disorder and certain other conditions by exposure to artificial light. Um, and sad is a type of depression that occurs at certain times at certain at a certain time each year, usually in the fall or winter. And I can tell you this, like I always get excited about spring because for some reason that it doesn't matter even if there's snow on the ground in April. I always equated this to, and uh, Tim's not a huge sports fan, so he doesn't have the same correlation, but I always got so excited when I was a kid about spring training. When pitchers and catchers reported, I would get so ex so excited and amped up when I was a kid because I knew spring was coming. Didn't matter how bad the winter was. Didn't matter how much snow we had, because when we were kids, you would get snow in November, and the snow would actually stay until April, because that's what happens. Yeah, there you go. When your climb is not being attacked, um, and it uh, it was it was way way easier to come out of that when you're a kid, because obviously during the winter time when you're a kid, you get your christmas break and you get your winter break and you got your spring break and um like you had times to to go out and play with your friends like we actually went out and played with other people in our neighborhoods and like you know ran roughshod all over places and got skin knees and we weren't living vicariously with a headset playing xbox and i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that at all because that has a certain place but we did we were outside and i could definitely tell especially now that i work in an office setting and i literally am in the middle of the building and i have no windows and i have made the purpose every day as long as i don't have to leave for appointments or something that i am going to get out of the office for my lunch time and walk every day and it is it helps me immensely and i notice it when i don't get to do that and it doesn't matter like yeah i mean it, even going back to what you were saying when we were kids i mean shit we used to ride bikes everywhere i mean we used uh, to ride our bike like we that's what we did i used to ride the music shack every tuesday there you go i've i had done that for Oh my gosh! I don't know. Ever like since I could ride a bike and I was allowed to draw to ride my bike into downtown Troy, which right. for me was you know eleven, ten, eleven, twelve in there, and like that was like that was the shining beacon of the week, man. New release Tuesday was the the biggest help at so many times. Because you always had something to look forward to, right? But what I was—I mean, that's Sorry, great. I but got no, off no, on that's today. great. But what I was saying was like just to you know running around, riding bikes. You're outside playing. You're doing stuff. So you're you're actually, you know, I guess working out in a sense. And sure, in, in you're return, getting the endorphins kicking, right, man. In return, you're you're defeating the cortisol, and. Um, you know, having fun and, and bringing joy. So, you know, there's those elements that are missing, not only from maybe today's society, but f when, you know, this whole sad, when the, when the months come to the 
colder, darker months. You know, you're you're missing that element too. That's true, and and it, it actually kind of goes back to it goes back to our our ancestors, our our native ancestors from wherever, whatever tribe around the world that when you relied on your community and you were an active part of the community and they were outside all the time like they like during the winter months they they obviously knew how to plan their day they knew they had to do everything while the sun was up and they realized that the sun would go down in in less in a shorter amount of time mm -hmm. and that allowed them to recharge and we don't have that we don't have that anymore like recharge that's yeah the, and yeah. recharging recharging the battery is so important um, because you can't you know if you're not rich and that's the whole thing i that w that's the whole thing with meditation now and and you know relaxation and that stuff is recharging because if you if you don't recharge you can't make sensible decisions your your le your certain levels of hormones are higher and when they're higher they are you're more apt to get into an argument or you're more apt to be stressed out or lash out in anger yes and so it's funny because uh tim opened up uh on the last episode about uh, his um um anger and um, anger for men um, is actually an expression of depression. Um, men tend Which to I didn't know until men to turn men tend to be angry, and I can and I can say this too. I am angry at times for for reasons I can't explain. I'm just angry. I'm pissed. I'm like, I want to, you know. And it's it's actually a it's a trait of of depression in men and and especially like when it comes to the seasons and if you're already you're already up against it right in the summertime and I and I noticed this two years ago um, we went to the ocean and I can usually bring the ocean back I can usually bring the vibe back with me for for a few weeks sure until until I notice that it starts to wane. But the summer that the bird shit on my mother-in-law's head um, and on her, on her shoulder, um, I did not bring anything back. And I knew I was riding it hard hmm. because I could tell in... I didn't come out of the seasonal part of it from the winter. And I just kept... I, I stayed like... I mean, unfortunately, I was not above ground at baseline. I was like, I was below the surface, man. Yeah. I couldn't break through because the right. the ground was just rock hard. It was just frozen over and trapped under ice. Trapped under ice, baby. I'm trapped under ice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, uh, ride the lightning. Love that album. Uh, great song on there called "Fade to Black." Um, you know, it's ironic. Kind of like the 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 months and the time change faded black. Yeah, it is true. Another thing to to um, go up again or to combat the seasonal affective disorder would be um, therapy. You know, finding a therapist 
or finding um, peer groups. Yeah, I, I I can attest to this. Going to our group, and I don't get to attend every month. I it's there's other stuff going on, and I it doesn't always fit in, unfortunately. But I will say this: every time I go, I feel so much better, and I'm I am gonna try to make the rest of the ones for this year. Um, but sad. Uh, according to Mayo Clinic, um, d- we can find out about SAD. Uh, SAD doesn't always come through um, with a thorough evaluation. Um, a lot of times, uh, your your doctor or your, your therapist or whomever you're seeing, whether it be your acupuncturist, because a lot of oriental medicine doctors will actually um, work with you on your mind before they before they proceed with the acupuncture uh they kind of they kind of see where you're at and that helps them figure out where they're going to place the needles how many needles they're going to place and it's it's an amazing it's an amazing um it's an amazing thing to have done um i've i've done it of uh, on quite a few occasions, but unfortunately, when you start acupuncture, they say you need like ten immediately, and it's very hard to fit into the schedule right away. I didn't know that. But um, a, a thorough evaluation for SAD is usually a physical exam. Um, but for the physical exam, a lot of times they do not do the vitamin D. You have to specifically ask for that. Well, actually, a lab test is the next thing that they mention on Mayo. Uh, They um, may do a blood test called a complete blood count or test your thyroid to make sure it's functioning properly. And I'm getting ready to find out if mine's functioning properly uh, pretty soon. And uh, I don't think it is, but hey. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, They also do a a psychological evaluation uh, to check for signs of depression. Uh, They say that SAD is actually, can sometimes be a precursor to depression or it can be an overlay of an already uh, depressive episode or cycle or, or just a baseline depression. And I can say this, I actually operate at a baseline depression and I have for years and it doesn't really seem to, you know, matter. I always have just that sadness in me all the time. Um, I don't know, you know, but, uh, mental health professionals, uh, also use the DSM five. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And again, I actually had this discussion with a, a nurse recently um, when we were talking about my health, and uh, I I said to her that um, I it's hard to it's hard to have a doctor stick a cocktail of medicines in you when they actually don't study the muscle or the actual brain they just go by this right. scale that's, of oh you're you've got five of these criteria so you must be this huge, or you could be this huge problem with that whole thing it's if you know if you got a broken arm you go into the doctor and they x-ray your arm and figure out where it's broke and cracked or whatever what's going on with it well when you go in 
for some mental wellness uh, checkups or whatever you want to call them, they don't do any brain scans. Unless you go to Dr. Daniel Amen. Which I would love to. Yeah, and his scans cost like 10 grand. Do they? Yeah, I think he said 3500 on his pop podcast i think really and, yeah i think so yeah and it's not covered by insurance because it's an alternative see that's and that's i would that's a discussion to, that's a discussion for a whole like i know a whole shitload of episodes about you know the, but, the disparity the, but my of, point is you know what i mean if you go to a, you you know if there's something wrong with your ticker you go to a cardiologist and that's, that's right. what they do you know thyroid what I mean? endocrinologist you know Boom, they're running bada tests, bing, bada bam. but you go to a, a psychiatrist uh, or you know, I, and I say psychiatrist. I they call them psychopharmacologists now. And no offense to any of the professionals out there. Okay, I I we need you. Um, everyone needs you. We do. I I just it's hard to. It's hard to. Um, I've had one really bad experience with one psychopharmacologist, and I kind of let that spoil me on it because um how many others are the same way um and i I, it's awfully hard to take somebody very seriously who's willing to write you three different prescriptions because you have oh you need this you need this because you got this and you need this and 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 i i'm not i'm not saying anything against medication no, yeah. or therapy or any I mean, of that. In, in it's all just, fairness, too, they, I mean, that's kind of how it's done. I it mean, is, I don't know. But if, just know? because it's done that way doesn't yeah. mean that it's the no, best way or the right way. But, you know, I, I do, it's, it's a part of, you know, medication is a part of the toolbox. You know, I think you need medication in your toolbox. You do. It, you always, you need that as an option. Right. And I know I have lots of friends who... Uh, I and, and you know what I I have, you know I have immediate family member that my mother is uh, my mother battles and lives with schizoaffective disorder and has since I was old enough to remember man and uh, be it you know whatever trauma brought it on or however I don't understand um, schizoaffective disorder as much as I should. Because I ran away from it for a very, very long time, even though truthfully it was my mandate in life to to get into this mental health thing. Apparently, because we I've wound up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also seen the downside of of years and years of just the the cycle and the grind of you know medicine up and down and not taking it and taking it and and well that's the thing too you have to be responsible with it and and right and, and take it you have to do uh, you know all these techniques and stuff like that all it's but you, you know you on have the, to on the other hand though I witnessed it firsthand and I've I've shared this story with you I haven't shared it with I don't think I've shared it in the podcast in the past I don't think um but I had actually gone with my mother to an appointment and I literally watched in horror and called it out as it happened. Um, her, uh, her medical practitioner at the time who was, who was a sweetheart, but she was very new watched, um, my mother play her like a fiddle. 
And she can come across at certain times as, you know, I got this, man. I got this. And then she literally lowered her dose of something that she needs to keep her stable. And I freaked out and told her straight out. She just lied to you. And she and she didn't know what to say. And I said to her, I'm like, I see your degree on the wall. And I said, and I appreciate that because we need people like you. But I said, the thing that you're not taking into consideration is some of these people that you're dealing with have had this illness for 30, 40 fucking yeah. years. And you're going to sit here and in a two-minute conversation, you're going to decide that, oh, well, we can lower your dose. No. And that, you know, and that's a, yeah. you know. That's, that's uh, unfortunately, I don't necessarily think that it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, professional problem i think it's the 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 whole system has made it that way like i can't say well you know that doctor was bad or all yeah oh no. Bad. no 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 i think no, it's no, the no. way that, that the system has made made it be like that you know the system has has um gave birth to this whole you know you get you're a number and you get you know three minutes yeah and i've noticed it myself you know? it's like the the way that the way that you are looked at when you go into a doctor's office now is who's your insurance company and how good is your insurance? Oh, oh, we can do this, this, and this because you have this insurance. Right. And, and, and we got off kind of off topic, but unfortunately, you know, all of this correlates in some way or another to all of it because it's as, as we know, everything relates to the other thing, mm -hmm. which is kind of ironic because, Getting back to the seasonal affective disorder, um, I'm, I was just looking up uh, some of the ways to to help with seasonal affective disorder, and um, well, like I said, the light box, you know, light box is they um, get your blood work done. Um, there's therapy. A, they say psychotherapy. Yeah, psychotherapy. Obviously, psychotherapy is for, and and this comes from. The peer part of it. There's nothing like being in a gr in a in a room full of, um, especially at, at the peer supporting mental health wellness um, meetings that helps you with stuff because you get to you get to feel like you're not by yourself, right? Which is the whole reason why we started this podcast is to not feel by yourself. But they talk a lot about the mind body connection. And the mind-body connection cannot be ignored no matter how much you you want to try to separate it. Because you're not you're not you're not your mind, you have a mind. You're not your body, you have a body. And they do work in tandem. And and you and you store trauma in your body. It's been studied, it's been proven that you store trauma and and you know, and that that certainly, and especially like when it comes to fall, like not everybody had a great a great time in school. Not everybody got presents for Christmas, and it. I mean, and, you know, no, 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 no. Presents. <laughs> <laughs> um, little King Diamond reference. Um, it, it not everybody had. Not everybody has a great story. Um, we all have a story 
And that story is stored in our DNA and it, it alters your DNA. And obviously when you start to get into the to the less sunlight and the colder weather, especially up here in, in the northeast, um, I so so asking the mother load for a, a warm winter because <laughs> I don't I'm not looking forward to the cold man I like wearing a sweatshirt but I don't want to spend all the time sitting next to the heater with a blanket on because I don't my body doesn't react good to the cold anymore the older I get and that leads to you know other things and you start to ruminate on oh my body hurts and oh it's the fucking day so short and now i gotta go christmas shop and deal with traffic and it just becomes this like recurring rumination of of damn when is spring getting here and when is tim gonna like you know clean his gas tank and yeah and 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 make his bike pretty because there's a tim how does it feel when you know it's the last ride oh and you have to like store it for the winter. How does that, like, how does that feel? I think it. I think it's. It's definitely uh, anxiety-inducing. Oh, you I know, can because imagine. yeah, it's. You know what I mean? Be. You know it. it you know it's was. coming, and you're fighting it, and so it's that radical acceptance of just you know what. It's got to go to sleep for a little. Bit and, and that it is part of radical acceptance, and it was something that I was reading recently about. Oh, and everything comes back to this Denise Lynn thing because obviously hmm. you hooked me up with those cards recently, and I've been reading her book, Kindling the Native Spirit, and she talks about how um, you need to look at winter, you need to look at fall as the you've you've reaped your harvest, and now it's time for everything to get dormant again yep. just so it can regroup, recharge, regrow, and birth again. New begin, yep. New beginnings, and it's exactly. always about new beginnings. And it's all about... You can about make next <clears throat> harvest like like no other harvest you have made before. That's right. That's you know? true. So you have something to look forward to. Perspective, my friend, perspective. Wow. Too much fucking perspective. <laughs> Sorry, if you haven't seen Spinal Tap, you have to go check it out. <laughs> There's a great scene in it where uh, they're looking at Elvis Presley's uh, grave. And the one, I can't remember who looks at who, but one of them looks, I don't know if it's Nigel or whatever, and one of them says, wow, that's perspective, man. And then one of them says, too much fucking perspective, man. It's hard, dude. Very hard. Fair. So so seasonal affect. If you guys if there's if there's tips that you guys have to share with us, man, leave a leave a uh, review. Throw us some stars. Tell us tell us what you're doing for seasonal affect disorder. Tell tell us what's going on. Connect with us on Facebook at Above Ground Podcast. Yeah, leave Facebook. your experiences on there and um Yeah, you know, we, leave, we can we can go back to these issues and, and update them and, and Absolutely, you know. But uh, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try in the next couple of weeks to get a light box and try it and try to head this off before. Uh, there cut you go. This off, damn smart. this off. Damn this off before it gets before it gets go. out That's of control. Smart. This intervention 
if you can if you can get yourself ahead of the game and you know it's coming you know it's coming the freight train is coming man and you're like you hear it and the tr- and the the train uh the guardrails aren't working train kept rolling the train kept rolling it rolled right <laughs> over you man it just it just did um but uh again check out check out the facebook page um in the i'm sure in in the weeks prior to this episode airing i will have shut down our above ground uh orchestra um i decided to put a group up and it unfortunately didn't really it's not really working the way i had intended it to so for me to have one less for us to actually have one less thing to upkeep i'm going to actually just close the group down the uh, Facebook page is alive and well. Our Instagram page is alive and well at Above Ground Podcast. And we also have a Tumblr for all you millennials out there who actually like use Tumblr. Uh, I really like Tumblr. Tumblr's awesome. Uh, but uh, it's it's it you know it's one of those uh, it's one of those social media uh, blogging sites that uh, has a lot of stuff to offer. Uh, there's some amazing um, mental health advocates out there that are sharing some great stuff. And it's not just memes and stuff. It's actually like a blogging uh, platform where you can blog. And I'm, I'm starting to, to get the above ground thing going. And I, uh, I've i been posting blog stuff and sharing stuff. So if you're on Tumblr, check it out at Above Ground Podcast. Everything is all small case letters, all one word. Because this isn't about us. It's about you. So until next week. We are going to say peace out. So be well. Be safe. Be above. Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, Thank you for listening to another episode of Above Ground Podcast. Uh, Above Ground Podcast, because you can't serve below. Um, Thank you for all the words that are coming in uh, over the Apple uh, stuff. And uh, thank you very much for all of that. just wanted to talk to you about some dates coming up this week. Uh, as you listen to this today on uh, Wednesday, October 23rd, we are meeting at the Clifton Park Half Moon Library. If you happen to be in the uh, capital region of upstate New York, um, we have the the Peer Supporting Mental Health Wellness uh, Peer Group monthly meetup. And that is uh, that happens to be tonight from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at the Clifton Park Half Moon Library. The Parachi Boardroom, which is right as you walk in the door. Great library. And I think we need more libraries than we need jails. Thank you very much. Um, also, this weekend is the NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness Education Conference, happening in Albany, New York at the Marriott and actually Colony, New York on Wolf Road at the Marriott. And uh, I'm actually part of being one of the presenters. Uh, I'm presenting my first musical keynote uh, entitled Singing My Way Out of the Darkness. Well, memoir, Singing My Way Out of the Darkness. And uh, that's going on all weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, and into Sunday. And uh, if you're interested, you can check out NAMI.org, New York State Education Conference. But uh, thank you again so much for everything, man. We look forward to seeing you next week and in the weeks to come. So be well, be safe, be above.
Above Ground Podcast is in no way intended to be a substitute for professional help in any manner or degree. We are not therapists, doctors, or professionals in the medical field. These are the opinions and experiences of two individuals just like you, our peers, who live with mental illness and all of its conditions. If you or anyone you know are experiencing a mental health crisis, please go to your nearest emergency room, call 911, or you can call the National Suicide Hotline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. 8255. Be well, be safe, be above.